Here we go, 20th anniversary Main Lighthouse ride. Three, two, one, and you're off. My Body Odyssey is riding the 20th annual Main Lighthouse ride with over 800 cyclists this year. That's a lot of bikes sharing the carefully planned routes along the South Portland area coastline. But all of this pedaling will benefit the Eastern Trail, a dedicated bike path from Portland to Kittery for recreation and commuting. I'm Robert Pease, biking the 25-mile option today to meet some of those lighthouse riders. Good, how are you today? Weather's not too bad. No, it's perfect. How's your ride going? Our audio engineer, Kevin Aikline, he's riding the 40-mile option. How you doing, rider? All right, great, thanks. Have a good one. Along the way, we'll meet four My Body Odyssey protagonists, all of them facing considerable challenges. Therefore, finishing the event today will be that much more gratifying. The 100 milers are now setting off bright and early, and like all riders, their first few miles travel along a dedicated section of the Eastern Trail, which makes commuting by bike much safer and more convenient for Portland residents. And among these 100 milers is Rebecca, a yoga teacher taking on the century ride despite several medical issues. So, I would actually say I'm riding with three specific challenges this year. (laughs) And one is torn ligaments in my knee. And one is that almost exactly two years ago today, I had my last chemotherapy treatment. And then there've been several other things. And in the mix, I um, manage um, the energy of depression, which sometimes keeps me from getting on my bicycle. Rebecca is an endometrial cancer survivor. A relapse of that cancer, the effects of chemo, and some collateral issues has kept her away from this ride for several years. So I've done this ride three times in the past, and what has made it the most joyful for me is finding somebody to ride with. So then it's more about the, with a group ride, it's very much about the connection with with other people who are riding is what makes it more joyous for me. Yeah, really fun. As this is very much a ride and not a race, Rebecca and others are able to slow down and take in the scenery. And there's this section from Biddeford to Kennebunk, it swings inland and just goes through these gorgeous rolling hill farmland. The course is so well chosen for beauty. Rebecca's now about six or seven miles into the ride, just past the Eastern Trail portion, when another group of cyclists gather at the starting area. These are the 62-mile or 100-kilometer riders. Three, two, one, and you're off. Eric's approximately age 30 and a Portland resident. He's riding here on his birthday, and it is remarkable he's taking on 62 miles considering the injuries he had just over a year ago from a hiking accident. What happened was I was hiking Mount Katahdin last at, on that day in June. You know, it was a nice sunny day. It was, you know, nice day of hike. It was my first time ever hiking it, so I was enjoying it. Made it to the top. But it was on the way down that Eric ran into some serious trouble. I was going down those boulders they had, and when I went down it, my knee started feeling sore. So I just kept going, going, just, you know, walk it off. And then I took one step and I just heard a loud pop. And it was my quadricep tendon blew right off my kneecap. 
Eric was airlifted off Mount Katahdin to a hospital where his quad muscle was surgically reattached. But it turned out the quad issue was not his only injury. So it's like it's still a mystery on how my shoulder managed to tear my rotator cuff and labrum. The combination of two major surgeries plus rehab, that left Eric in a tough situation, financially and behaviorally. I mean, I lost my job and I didn't know where, where I was going to go next. And, and I think, I think all, it all saved me when I found the right athletic trainer that was able to work on my injuries. She encouraged me to get help on my mental health issues. I was bad on through it. And I did that. And then over a few months, I started getting more confident again, looking at life in a more positive way. It's now 8 a.m., getting just a bit warmer, but still overcast. And a third wave of riders are now gathering at the starting area by the Spring Point Lighthouse. I'm hanging out with the 40 milers right now. 40 milers! We're following two odysseys on this distance. First off, Larry, a Portland area resident in his early 70s, may have met him in our previous episode. Well, I was diagnosed with stage four prostate cancer. And so I've had uh, four treatments of um, chemotherapy and they do in fact get worse. But during that period, I was able to ride 100 miles a month. But Larry's also nursing injuries from a fall just two days prior to the event. I was just gonna have a small ride and I fell off my bike onto a set of railroad tracks. So my side is a little bit sore right now. The doctor said, you should be all right. I'll give you a 20, 30% chance of riding. So I may not do the full 40 miles. Another 40 miler we're following is New Hampshire resident Jim Barry. Jim's paralyzed on one side of his body from a mountain biking accident 12 years ago. That left him with impaired vision, hearing, balance, and speech. Yet throughout his rehab, Jim was keen to get back on a bike, which he did, first in the hospital, then at home when he purchased his own adaptive three-wheel trike. In the first hospital or that, was when they had me do some riding in a hallway on some kind of a, a trike. And so, as soon as I got home, I ordered a new trike to start riding outside. Jim rides the trike at events like this despite it being three times heavier than a normal bike, and he's propelling all that weight with only one good leg. But his wife, Mary, who rides beside him on a two-wheeler, she knows not to offer any assistance. Never. <laughs> he can do it himself. It's great. He really has, uh, you know, he guts stuff out, and he really has the... Um, stick to to do these things. And he always has, I mean, before accident too, but it's great. So he, he wouldn't want me to push him up the hill. You know, he wants to do it on his own. Jim has a PhD in engineering and his careful analysis of his challenge are chronicled in his book, Cracked, My Life After a Skull Fracture. That's available from Amazon and linked in our show notes. Jim, Mary, and the other riders, they're following spray-painted directions on the route today with police at major intersections and volunteers at rest stops along the way. After roughly five hours, Jim and Mary are met with applause as they complete their first main lighthouse ride. 
That's in recognition of the sustained concentration or mental focus Jim needs to propel and steer that heavy trike up and down hills, over and around bumps, and through narrow gates on this 40-mile course. I have to concentrate really hard when I ride. So it's also probably done a lot for my focus because I have to think a lot um, to make my body do what I want it to do. These cool, almost ideal riding conditions have also helped Larry reach the finish area only a few months after chemo and a few days after that fall on a training ride. Woo! <laughs> Went well and a lot better than I had was anticipating. I mean, I had, uh, because of the injury I had two days ago falling off my bike, I had uh, bailout contingency plans starting at 10 miles in and we stopped at the, the house where I would have had people bring me back, and they said, I'm, I said, I'm going, so I made the whole thing. So it was, I felt good. Not long after, most of the 62-milers, or 100K riders, they reached the finish area at Southern Maine Community College. And despite that hiking accident just one year ago, Eric is right there with them. I think it was like six months ago, I didn't think I'd make this possible. I mean, it was, I think, I, when I started riding in May, I think it was April or May, it's hard telling me. I was riding small rides, like around my neighborhood and all that. And I spent a good summer training, not just on my road bike, but my mountain bike. So I hit a lot of the trails and I figured, I think it was like a month ago, I'm like, I, I sh think I can do the 62 miler. So I registered and, and here I am today. A light rain begins to come down at 3.30 this afternoon. That's when the first 100 milers reach the finish area. But Rebecca takes her time on a ride like this one. She pulls in closer to 4.30. We ask if she was able to share today's odyssey with other riders. So right out of the starting line, this woman, Suzanne, who I don't know, rode right up next to me and started talking. And it was lovely and we were well paced and she was delightful. And then there was this whole contingent from Peaks Island where I used to live. And then when I got to the Scarborough Marsh, I rode through the marsh with this fellow Noel from Brazil. And he had completed a triathlon the day before. <laughs> and the next traffic light, there was this fellow David and we were perfectly matched with pace. Oh my gosh, socially, it was so excellent. Which is the great thing about events like the Main Lighthouse Ride, the sense of community and shared experience. But even with help along the way, 100 miles seems like a pretty exhausting day for someone like Rebecca in her early 60s with a history of cancer and a knee issue. So we asked if she'd be taking some time off after a long day in the saddle. No, I don't think so. I'm planning to go out and do it again, actually, while the paint is still on the road. That's four odysseys from among the many stories of the 20th annual Maine Lighthouse Ride this year. Again, this ride benefits the Eastern Trail, which is 65 miles of dedicated biking path from Kittery, the southernmost point in Maine, all the way to Portland, its largest city. Working with towns along the way, the Eastern Trail Association is close to completing this dedicated bike path, 
both for recreation and also commuting. More info at easterntrail.org. Many thanks to the association and to Lana Westcott Events for hosting Mind Body Odyssey this year. If you've not been to Portland or have not done this ride, mark your calendar for mid-September of 2024. Next up on Mind Body Odyssey, we'll circle or actually cycle back with Jean, our season one protagonist, who took on the Pan Mass Challenge this year. That's the nation's largest cycling fundraiser for cancer research. You know, and so by right around 5.15, sun's still not up yet. And so really like you look across and, you know, and it's dark, but you can see everyone has their like their flashers on. And so it's like a sea of like bike headlights and, and taillights. We sure hope you'll join us for that update on generational genes battle against a family history of obesity, diabetes, and cancer. And we hope you'll share My Body Odyssey with friends and family members who might benefit from the show. Please also consider subscribing on your favorite podcast app and to our YouTube channel, where you'll find video highlights from the main Lighthouse Ride and other events. My Body Odyssey is a Fluent Knowledge production. Original music by Ryan Adair Rooney.